Welcome to another episode of the Legal Marketing Studio, the bi-weekly podcast examining best-in-class examples of branding, strategy, content, and technology in legal marketing. We are devoted to exploring successful initiatives, innovative campaigns, promising technologies, or effective, proven strategies for developing new business at law firms from the largest international firm to the solo attorney. The podcast is a production of Picture More Business, a corporate photography studio with a core focus on the legal industry and providing the full gamut of photography services for law firms. I'm Michael Meyer, the host of the Legal Marketing Studio. In this episode, I'm speaking with Robert Weiss, president of Multivision Digital uh, at the Multivision Digital Studio. Multivision Digital is a video production and video marketing company that assists companies in developing online sales video marketing strategies that will increase sales, lead generation, and client loyalty. Clients describe Robert as a tremendous asset, a master of video marketing, and a pleasure to work with. One client very perceptively gave what I think is high praise for any producer, describing him as focused, adaptable, and resilient. Robert, welcome to the Legal Marketing Studio. Thank you. Thanks for that little intro. So I just wanted to start. One of the things that we've always talked about is the services that we deliver very often are seen as tactical, but often confused for being strategic. Mm-hmm. Um, could you just talk a little bit about your role as a producer in helping to not only form the strategies, but then how to implement them, you know, in a tactical sense with the services, with video. Yep. So um, to answer that, I'm going to have to correct uh, the intro that you made, because rather than being a video production company, we're really a digital marketing firm, right? And a digital marketing firm that focuses exclusively on video content, right? Video content for what? Everything. Most legal marketers or sole proprietors that are listening to this will have various objectives from branding, from lead conversion to thought leadership, to hosting events that position them, that get them face time with clients, to uh, providing content marketing from blogs, to infographics, to um, research reports in specific industries that they might want to target. Well, those are all tactics, right, that fit into various strategies. So if you look at all those tactics that I just mentioned, video plays a role in all of those things. So in helping marketers and lawyers think about video from a tactical and strategic standpoint, that's in effect what a digital marketing agency does that happens to focus on video content for all those different things. I hope that started to answer the question. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, just to take it a little bit further, you know, what's the, what's the danger in not clearly defining that overarching strategy and then trying to implement video after the fact, right? Yes. So that's what people are doing right now. Uh, video is a new technology. And if you know, ever seen the, the bell curve of, of technology adoption, we're at the very early stages of adoption. Think websites, back in 2000, 2002, email marketing back in 2005, 2006. There were some people utilizing those, those tactics, but not everybody was, and, and today everybody is. So where video plays a role in not really defining how to use video is it's an after the fact. After you've planned out your SEO strategy or a communication strategy or a thought leadership plan. Oh, well, let's do video now, right? It's, uh, oh, well, let's think about it afterwards. And then 
firms might not really have the opportunity to integrate that into their digital workflow. Most things today are going to be delivered digitally, right? Whether that's on a one-to-one communication, a one-to-many communication, or just posted on a blog or a website for people to find when they need that information. Let's talk about that adoption a little bit, um, because video can be used. And one reason why people don't necessarily think of video at the beginning is because they feel like it's part of everything. So maybe talk a bit about the way that video can be implemented um, on, say, a website or through... um, Let's start with websites. You're absolutely right. Video can be a part of everything. But... And video is very versatile in the fact that once you create that piece of content, it can be used on a website, on a blog post, in an email campaign, in social media, on a specific uh, partner's profile page. So with that being said, it's really important to think about what is the intended use, i.e. the strategy, right? Are we trying to position certain partners? Are we trying to convert uh, referrals you know, to a specific partner or a specific practice area? Once you have that objective, right, you think about the distribution channel. And then thirdly, you come up with the specific content to fit the strategy and distribution channel. Let me just give you another example. So the strategy is branding right? Strategy is branding. The distribution channel will more likely be on the homepage of your website or the about us section of the website. The distribution might be press releases, you know, because they, this firm has gone through a whole new rebranding process, right? So therefore the content that is front and center on a homepage has to be quite polished and quite produced. This is going to represent the company for many years to come. Versus that previous example that we just mentioned of referral conversion on a partner's profile page, right? The, The quality of that still needs to be professional, but not necessarily as high produced and invested in as that particular branding video that's going to be on the homepage. Okay, so the strategy, the distribution will determine the type of content and the the level of investment of content. Uh, You know, one thing I see on websites is that everyone says they want to have video, right? People are pushing video, but they're not necessarily implementing it well on the page. It's sort of this little inch by two inch thing that kind of sits in the bottom corner. You know, how should people be thinking about video in terms of placing it, in terms of implementing it and integrating it into the broader design of a website. And that's either on the homepage where it's very prominent as you were describing or, or where it's perhaps less prominent on like a, like a partner bio mm-hmm. page. Well, most people listening to this will have heard the term above the fold and they understand that. So place video above the fold, make it big, make sure people can see it. They'll click on it. Uh, statistically, video is proven to attract eyeballs, uh, statistically proven to keep people's attention, if it's good, uh, keep people on the website longer, which drives all these different digital objectives just you know, inches higher or centimeters higher. But when that's repeated over and over and over again, that really plays you know, a big role. So the moral of the story is don't treat video and, you know, any differently than you would treat any other piece of content. It is just a piece of content. 
happens to be a very important piece. You know, I'd seen this this website, uh, Jenner and Block, um, and they have this piece of video. It's really like stop motion of people walking in front of their skylines. And every so often, somebody walks straight across blocking the view. And all of a sudden, you're looking out the windows of a different office because they have multiple offices. And I sat and I watched this video. And there's no actual content beyond some of their staff walking back and forth in front of their windows. But I watched it for five minutes. It's unbelievable how video can, Mm -hmm. when A, done well, uh, and B, placed not only prominently, but integrated into the the larger website, that it really can hold attention. So that's a great example of strategy, distribution, and content. Okay? So the strategy, I'm not sure what the strategy was, probably branding, right? Uh, Awareness. But the distribution, and the only distribution, was on the homepage of their website. And I've seen that. It's like the background video, right? So the only distribution was the homepage of the website, which means that you came to the homepage of their website. And they wanted people to have a very powerful, global, personal impression and professional impression of that firm, right? So they needed to make sure that the investment of that particular video reflected, boom, first impression, homepage, right? And that was the only distribution channel there, okay? Right, there's no alternate use for that video, probably. It's meant to fit exactly in that spot. Correct, probably, yeah. So I would say, I would say, yeah. Uh, Now, something else about that 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 brings up is this is a large firm that had a budget to do this and had a budget to do something very polished and in order to, you know, place it very prominently, how does video scale between, say, a smaller firm, a medium-sized firm, and a large firm that have different budgets, different abilities to, uh, that either have a very broad need and they need to do multiple things with video or have very specific needs but perhaps lower budgets? You mm-hmm. know, how do you see video yeah. being playing out across different size firms? How does it scale? Well, even large firms have tight budgets, right? I wouldn't say that because you're a small firm, you can't compete with the big firms when it comes to video because everybody's tight, Right. Yes, larger firms do sometimes have larger budgets to do what they want. Uh, there's a video that we're going to put in the show notes uh, called What Makes Up the Cost of a Corporate Video, and it really goes into the five main areas of a video. So you can shoot with your iPhone and get a video, right? or you can come in with a larger production. It really depends on the level of quality and investment, and of course the video production company that you're working with to get the most for your dollars, right? Anybody listening to this that wants to do video, I would say, you know, establish a comfortable budget. And in most cases, the goal is not to produce one video, i.e. the example of that that branding video that's on the homepage, right? Limited distribution, limited use. If you really want to get started with video, look for thought leadership videos. Look for uh, overviews of different service areas. So a, a project that a video production company can come in and spend a half a day or a day with your firm and output two, three, four, five, six videos You know, from that. Now, the level investment of, let's say, eight videos is going to be more than four videos. So same quality, same cameras, same crew, same lights. The output of eight is going to be more than four, right? So the small firm can still get started with four, whereas the large firm might say, you know what, we've got the money, let's do eight. You know, as you're talking about, like, you know, a firm bringing in someone to do four videos, are you also thinking or should the firm also be thinking about 
multiple ways to use those videos or multiple versions of the videos for different distribution channels? Or is that, should they really focus their efforts on making them work for a particular channel? Well, this goes into the strategy distribution. Then the last thing is content. Most firms and most clients that we're working with are thinking of content first. They're not thinking about distribution. And part of our differentiation and value proposition here at Multivision is to stop them and say, let's think about distribution first. Does it go with the strategy? And are you making the right decisions for content? But let's say that we are, right? Video can play a role in many, many tactics that a marketer has from email marketing, maybe it's nurturing, uh, social, SEO, blogging, thought leadership. One piece of video content can fit and plug into all those different places if it is done right. One of the other videos that we can put in the show notes is something called video first strategy, which basically means let's start with video and then derive all those derivative pieces of content, emails, blogs from the video. Because in most cases, uh, a, a partner can easily talk about a concept for a minute and a half to two minutes a lot quicker than sit down and, and write about that topic, right? To get a blog post out the door. So across the board, if you want to save time and money, then starting with video is the right way to go. Uh, so I want to come back to that video first strategy that you're getting to. Uh, but first I want to talk a bit about the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, video is not the kind of thing where you can just come in and do, do it on the fly, right? Someone hires me and they say, we kind of want this. We're not quite sure. Can we figure this out while you're here? And that works for me as a photographer. It's not ideal, but it works. For video, it does not work at all. You know, could you t- talk a bit about that process that firms need to be thinking about um, in terms of the pre-production and the planning and the scripting? Most of that depends on what type of video we are producing, right? But in most cases, we're going to start with the communication goals, If it's a branding video, I don't care about what I see in the video. I care about what is said in the video that's going to really um, drive what we see. For example, if I say, uh, you know, we're really good at creating blue trees, I want to see a blue tree. I don't want to see the city, for example. So the fact that the communication is of a blue tree, that's the most important thing. The other example with videos, if we're doing thought leadership videos of partners or of different service areas where they're explaining the service area, the assumption is that they know what they're talking about. So again, we don't need to quote unquote storyboard it. We need to put things down on paper. Topic number one, sub point A, B, and C. Okay, partner, let's talk about that. They should be able to talk about that very, very succinctly because this is what they do every day. So by having that on paper, it gives everybody a clear focus of what we should be capturing on the day of production. And if people are not prepared, that just wastes time and money, quite frankly. Now, shifting gears into post-production and actually the editing, when it goes to the editing suite, well, they're looking at that same piece of paper that we used in the day of production. Because that's what the video should be about. Again, whether it's a branding video, a thought leadership video, an event recap video, 
whatever that might be, or even an animated video. Um, we put things on paper that clearly define the communication objectives, and then we create or we shoot content to fit that, and then we edit content that fits that, and boom, the output is exactly what the marketer uh, has envisioned on paper. When I think about content marketing, which is, I think, how a number of people think about video, it's content and you're going to use it to market yourself. I think about long time horizons, building audiences, um, building a community around sharing of ideas. Is that kind of content marketing possible with video? Is it useful in video? Or should people be looking at sort of smaller, more succinct campaigns? Meaning instead of stretching out over a year and having, you know, you know, building a, a Vimeo or YouTube channel, uh, should they just, you know, is it, should it be more about having that one sort of marquee video that sits on the homepage? No, absolutely not. Um, they need to have the marquee video. But they also need to have multiple thought leadership videos. They need to have practice area videos. Uh, if, if a firm does an industry report, how are they going to market that report? They might have like a quick little infographic video because a lot of these firms have produced these really expensive reports with lots of charts and graphs in it. Wow, man, we, we could have a field day with that. So it's not about doing a video. It's about looking at the marketing funnel and starting to fit the right video content into that specific area so you build your library. Uh, HubSpot did a, a report uh, a couple years ago, but they were saying that 60% of their new leads was actually coming from content that was three years old. Right. So the fact that you're constantly, and that's content marketing. Content marketing is not having you know one home run and that's it you don't score the rest of the game right baseball is one with singles so looking at uh that firm small firm that's producing four videos versus that large firm that's producing eight videos so now that small firm has at least four months worth of videos and that large firm has eight months worth of videos right that's content marketing and going back to the video first strategy if you really want to uh, make that video more productive and have a coordinated approach to keyword strategy or quote unquote campaign, you can utilize that video first strategy to derive blog content, email content, social media, PR campaigns from that. Um, so I was going to segue and you made that easy into, you know, hiring a video company. Um, how early should they be bringing in the video company in term, meaning should they be, should they have that strategy or do you want to come in and help them form that strategy from the outset? Well, I can only speak about multivision digital and the fact that we're not a video company, right? We're a digital marketing agency that focuses on sales and marketing video content. We want to be involved in that strategy discussion as early as possible because I would say nine times out of 10 that we can really help people and challenge people on how to leverage their budget because they might come up with a, a great video that is just going to cost them too much to execute on logistically. Well, they don't know that because they've never done video before, right? They don't understand how hard video is or how hard good video is. How production intensive it can be. Yeah. 
I mean, there's know? a lot that goes into there's it. There's a lot that goes in, right? And just the equipment alone. So having that strategy conversation and, and outputting maybe two or three ideas on projects, not videos, but video projects that they could implement into their digital workflow that would lead to metrics and ROI to go back and show the partners that be, this is what we invested in, this, will, this is what we got out of it, right? Uh, especially now where video is in that early adoption phase because people are making investments now. If they don't make investments well, then they might not get a chance to make that investment you know, in the short term. As part of our job, we want to make sure that they're making the right investments, which is maybe not the investment they think, originally think they want to make, to make the right investments so they can do video again, 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 and again. And that's also the difference between a small firm and a big firm. A big firm might make an investment every quarter because they have multiple practices, practice areas, tons of partners, whereas the small firm might make the investment once or twice per year. For that firm that is making that investment once or twice a year, uh, are, is there a couple of things that they might do to maximize the success of those videos to really make sure that they're getting as much as they can or as much as they want or expect to out of that process? Yes. Number one, be open and honest with your digital marketing company and help them to understand the parameters of the budget that you're working with and, and challenge them to give you options on how to make the most out of that budget. One more example on that area, it, motion graphics, right? It could be like a lower third or an animated logo. You don't need to have that. Larger firms, you know, that makes them feel good. So they'll spend the extra money on those, that video project to make sure that they get that. Well, a small firm can have just the same level of quality without an animated logo. They'll save that money or not spend that money. Uh, and the second area is have a plan on the distribution. Go into it knowing that here are the three or four things that you're going to do after these videos are delivered back to you and how you're going to utilize them. Two examples that I can cite, they're both professional services companies. Uh, one of them, their main distribution is email, and they called the series Two Minutes On, 2MO. Every time their clients see 2MO colon topic, their clients know it's a video because they started this series two, two and a half years ago. Their open rates, their click-through rates of their emails when they have video are pretty much in the industry average two to three times higher. The second example is a company we did 11 videos for. We did FAQ videos for their service, and their main goal was to drive search engine optimization. So we knew the questions, we knew the keywords that they wanted, uh, we shot the videos, we made sure that they said those keywords in the video, we derived blog content out from them, titled the video, titled the page per the keywords, and their SEO ranking shot up 20%. Well, I think that brings us back to the video first strategy. So can you lay out, lay out the, uh, the case for putting video at the top of the list and basing a strategy around it? 
Well, the case is that we are all watching more video. That, I mean, that's it. People are seeking out video more and more. It is driven, I believe, in large by our, our consumer behavior and you know this little company called YouTube. So we have all gotten accustomed in our personal lives to seek video and to watch video to help us solve problems, to help us make purchasing decisions, however large or small. And that is translating into our business lives. That's really what's driving this. And, you know, anybody that is listening just needs to do a Google search for, you know, business video statistics or video marketing conversion or anything like that. And just see these big companies from Aberdeen and Forrester, Vidyard, um, Forbes, all having these reports that show the power of what business video does from a conversion standpoint. Well, I wanted to give you the last word here. And usually what I ask people for is their top three tips. Um, and we kind of already have, you know, your tips for making things as successful as you can. Uh, and the top sort of reasons for putting video at the top of the strategy. I'll just say one. Okay. Is get started today. Because a year from now, you'll be glad that you understood how to produce video uh, and how to get that video into your distribution channel. If you don't start today, you'll never figure it out. You know, this is not a website that you do once every seven years. You should really be doing video every quarter, twice a year, You know, if you're a small firm, at least once a year. And you, you should be doing different kinds of video from the uh, highly produced to the mid-level produced and from the kind of lower not lower end cheap, but lower end production value standpoint. Um, and the third uh, link that we can put in the show notes is something called how to leverage a budget that talks about how to take one investment level and chop that up to give you that high production video, middle of the road and kind of you know, lower production value videos, but all professional. Well, Robert, I want to thank you for joining me on this episode of the Legal Marketing Studio podcast. Uh, the Legal Marketing Studio is a production of Picture More Business, a full-service corporate photography studio focused on the legal industry, based in Brooklyn, and working with clients nationally. If your firm is updating its website, hiring new attorneys, or revamping its brand and marketing materials, give us a call. We'd love to explore collaborative opportunities. More information can be found at picturemorebusiness.com. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe. The Legal Marketing Studio can be found on iTunes and on SoundCloud. Extended content, including photographs and the links Robert mentioned earlier, can all be found on our website, legalmarketing.studio. There's no .com there. It's just legalmarketing.studio. Would you like to appear on the Legal Marketing Studio or know someone who might? Please send an email to producer at legalmarketing.studio or reach out via the contact page on our website, legalmarketing.studio. That's all for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. Mm-hmm.